The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. This is episode 84, and I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. Today we're going to be covering a bunch of all the latest RPG news, you know, Tokyo Game Show, that happened, and we got lots of stuff out of that. <laughs> and later in the episode, we're officially going to kick off our first RPG club for Mass Effect. Can't wait. But before all that, let's catch up. Rich, it's it's been a minute since you and I actually got to talk. It's like a month ago well, we did that Secret of Mana review. Well, yeah, that Secret of Mana, you know, with the tree and everything else. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a long time ago. I already blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we finished that game. It's off our list, and moved on to something more modern. For those that weren't uh, weren't aware, Rich and I and frost recorded that sacred of mana review both parts at once and then we had the bill episode after that for final fantasy adventure so that's why it's been so long since rich and i talked <laughs> it was like a four hour long episode that we recorded yeah it was a, it was a good one though yeah uh, but yeah so what have you been up to my man well in the last month i have decided to do a couple things so i uh, decided to play some dead space and put that up on my computer you know for halloween it's a spirit of, of horror. I've been thinking about uh, starting Dead Space for Halloween. You should do it. Because I want to play it's like not a that long of a game on stream. Yeah. So. Spooky, scary game for sure. Right now. And I can't wait for the new one. And uh, Alien Isolation. Dead Space. Okay. How, how is it? I love Dead Space. It's really good. It's got a uh, it's got a good story to it. The mechanics are kind of on. They're a little clunky, but I think that's the reason for that. Um but it's just, I just think the story is great. Uh, the monsters are, are good. Um, you don't trust everything. It's dead. So it's the name Dead Space. It, it's so dead, dead Things in Space. Is that why it's called that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that yeah. much about it other than space and monsters. Oh, you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Um, obviously, played some Mass Effect. Did a little bit of that. Okay, um, talk about that later. Yep. And I ventured back into Eorzea. So, as you don't know, that's Final Fantasy XIV. I have booted that back up again. I've been playing that. I finished the Realm Reborn stuff as much as my ability. Um, I am now in Heavensward. Okay. I'm into that content. How was the end of Realm Reborn? Realm Reborn. Yeah, so boring and long and really? 
Uh, I, just, heard, I mean, I've heard that about the, the first thing, but I thought they had shortened it or made it more easy to, to get through or something. They did. It just wasn't really that memorable. Yeah. Um, obviously, you finish um, everything, and then, um, yeah, I just don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't tried it yet. I highly recommend, like Scott, you play it, just I, because I, I think you should. There's so much content that you have not done yet. Word wing. so much. And then the Final Fantasy 14 with the free trial that includes up to with no leveling limit that includes up to the end of award winning expansion Heavensward. <laughs> yeah. I feel like your PC can handle it. You just gotta click the button and sign up. Yeah, I do want to do it. It's just a matter of like I might just refer time. you. Maybe I'm gonna do. refer you. Because <laughs> I will get a bonus. Like Final Fantasy Fridays or something. <gasps> do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm do still it. torn on it. Uh, I'm going to save all those points for the Scott stream and I'm going to redeem them and I'll make you play it. I, you could do that. Technically I could. <laughs> That's whoever's listening that listens to or watches the Scott spot. Do that. If you have a lot of points, do it. Sorry. I'm, I'm just <laughs> rallying against you. Now that you're back uh, to, uh, realm reborn though, like uh, I've heard that it's just all gravy from here. Like as far as how good the game is, like all the expansions yep. are fantastic and you're going to, you're probably going to fly through them if you keep playing. Maybe, maybe we'll see. I, uh, I it started off a little slow. Um, I'm basically just got into the town uh, where they let me in, um, Ishgard, and that's about it so far. Like I'm, I'm meeting some of the houses. I'm talking to some people. Uh, dragons are possibly coming back. I feel like it's Game of Thrones. I hate when the dragons come back. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm still running with my bard class. I don't want to be a bard, but that's what I ended up being with when I was playing a realm reborn. So I'm doing that. And then on the back end, I'm leveling up my dark knight. So I'm trying to be a dark knight. Why? Oh, okay. That's cool. I was about to say, why would you pick bard? That seems like such a, a not rich thing to choose. <laughs> I picked archer and then I was doing the archer and I didn't realize the job class that goes with the archer is a bard. Uh, so, okay. Gotcha. I didn't research well enough. I don't know what I'm going to do if I ever play. I, if I had to just pick one randomly, I think I would go with Gunbreaker. But I, I think there's you can't do Gunbreaker. Yeah, you got to like go through several iterations of other classes to get there or some shit. Um, I think you have to be level sixty in some class in some um, Disciple of War class. So you got to get through all that. I'm close. I got eight levels left, and then I could do it. Hmm. Okay, well that's what I'm going to do. Like I want that so bad. Right. All right. What else? Uh, that's really about it. Besides the Mass Effect stuff for the RPG Club, um, okay. yeah, I'm. I've been focusing a lot on the Final Fantasy XIV stuff when I'm not when I'm not doing anything. You are our MMO correspondent. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then, as for me, I didn't actually list out every single game I've been playing. I'm trying Ooh. to get better about that. But uh, first off, just to throw this out there, Corey and I finally, 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 finally finished. Resident Evil 6. Yeah. It, uh, I don't have a lot nice to say about the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't a bad game. It just is completely unforgettable and with some terrible mechanics here and there. Um, it's way too damn long. The story is not very interesting. I would say out of all the campaigns, Ada's was one of the better ones, but still not great. Yeah. It's 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 really unfortunate because there's a lot of polish to the game, like high high production values, incredible like set piece sequences, 
like you would see in Uncharted and other things, but it's just uh, not. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I finally play it. I will never play it again. It's uh, they've, they've got that Capcom money and that Resident Evil money. So that's why they were able to do that. Like, I like the idea of the stories that they try to do with. Um, I think it was three separate ones and then Ada's was a bonus. Right. Um, I, I, I like that in theory, but it just seemed like they tried to do too much. And it really went off to the action side of things. It, it, it wasn't a horror like it was supposed to be. It was like, all right, we did Resident Evil 5. That's pretty good with action. Let's just keep doing that. What's funny to me is the game's uh, final like ending shows. Well, this is a game is really old. I don't think this is a huge spoiler. It, it leaves you on a cliffhanger to kind of like imply that, ooh, the next game is going to be about Jake's new adventure, Jake Wesker's adventure. I don't think we've heard from him since six. Nope. I think they realized that uh, that storyline was just dead. They were like, "Yeah, well, we won't, we won't talk about that unless they do some kind of like anime uh, deal that goes with it." But speaking of which, I think they did. I'm excited about that movie. Yeah. Did you finally sell the trailer for it? Yeah, it looks really well. I, I'm still. I'm not going to say it's going to be good, but it looks like the most promising live action thing we've gotten from Resident Evil yet. Yes. Yes. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I, I like Robbie Amell. Um, I like some of the characters they have to it. I do like the guy that they got playing for Leon. Um, that's going to be good. Even though he looks nothing like Leon, but that's fine. <laughs> Can you imagine the the real actual Leon ha- a haircut on a grown ass man? So, <laughs> I mean, they tried. They tried it. I mean, they got a the little bit of the swoop thing down with his hair. Yeah. But at that point, it's all you're, you're running through a bunch of things. It's grimy. It's sweaty. You know, your hair is just going to go poof. Yeah. At that point, so just shave my head. That's the explanation. But anyway, I'm excited because now that RE6 is out of the way, we can start RE7, which is, you know, supposed to be super good. Um, And then eventually get to 8 as well. I'm having a problem right now where all these awesome games are coming out and I don't have time to play them, though. (laughs) Psychonauts coming out, too. And I'm I'm a huge Psychonauts fan. Still haven't started. Uh And, uh, you know, we want to start RE7, and now we got this Mass Effect stuff going. It's a uh, time is of the essence. Uh, also started Metroid Dread. Most of you guys know I'm a huge Metroid fan. Love it so far. It's really, really good. I'm having a little bit of a trouble figuring out where to go. It definitely doesn't hold your hand, in, at least compared to Fusion. Um, but yeah, it's definitely living up to the hype, and it's it's very, very good. And uh, looking forward to playing more of that. Uh, still playing Subnautica Below Zero. Almost done. I think after this podcast, actually, I'm going to start streaming and probably finish it. We're really close to the end. So what have finished it yesterday. It's just uh, right out of time, really. Uh, also, still playing Pokemon Sword. I'm trying to complete the Pokedex. Did I tell you that? Did I say that last time? Yeah, you're trying to, yeah, you're trying to do that. I remember okay. saying that. Gotcha. I'm, uh, I've been, I'm stuck on trying to find this one particular legendary Pokemon. Um, it's just like a random fact or random factor to getting the right one but it's interesting and then i just wanted to mention this real quick uh last night i also booted up you know famous rpg after years game of the decade jackbox party pack three played that with some people <laughs> nice did some trivia murder partying part well that's hard to say trivia murder partying there we go <laughs> almost a trivia murdering party so dang and quit plush, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that's about it. I've been I've been playing some other stuff too, but that's that's the summary there. 
nice. So that's all the games we've been playing uh, in the way of announcements. The RPG Club, we've officially kicked that off, and hopefully everybody's playing along with us. It's the book club segment, except we're all playing the same parts of an RPG. Our current game is Mass Effect, and the new checkpoint is to finish Theorem, which is also known as the Dig Site, and then all the stuff that happens at Pharos as well. Um, and that is due by Sunday, October 31st. Halloween! Yes, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can do other side quests before then, if you so choose. Uh, or after that, you just can't move on to the next thing, which I'm trying to find right now. Uh, the next thing is... Right, don't go to Novaria. There you go. And uh, again, Rich and I are going to talk about Mass Effect so far a little later in the show. But for now, you ready to move on to the news, dude? Let's do it. Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. All right, so we had uh, TGS, Tokyo Game Show, uh, a couple weeks ago. And we haven't had a chance to cover all that news yet, so let's uh, not waste any time and jump right in. First off, we got a new trailer for Project Triangle Strategy, which is now just Triangle Strategy, I guess. And that is we also got a release date. That's coming out on March 4th, 2022. Have you been the name is so, uh, so original. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, part of the Project series. I don't even know what Triangle Strategy means, really. Like, well, I'm sure it's going to be in the game. You'll fade, they'll they'll announce it. It'll be some secret move. That's like, did you know the triangle strategy? I, did you hear about the legend? <laughs> I dim, uh, played the demo when it came out. You know, like a year ago or however long it's been, and nothing. I mean, yes, there's it's a tactical RPG, so yes, there is strategy, but nothing was like sp- specific to triangles. So I don't really understand. But uh, well, I mean, it could be like that same sense of um, it's the name of it, but it's never mentioned in the game. Um, just like Final Fantasy. The, the terms Final Fantasy is never mentioned in Final Fantasy. Yeah, that is at really least to my knowledge. Yeah, at least it's not called Infinite Undiscovery, which <laughs> that, that's a game. <laughs> it is, and I have it, and I want to play it at some time at some point. I don't know anything about it other than the title, so <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't never means anything. I have no idea. Yeah, um, I've been keeping an eye on this game. It looks really. It's still every time I look at it, it just looks better and better. Uh, I've been paying close attention to it because I did enjoy the demo and even Corey watched these trailers and he was like, I want to play that. So <laughs> yes. And, and you know, this has this retro aesthetic that looks beautiful, but it, you know, it's got full voice acting and he loves strategy RPGs. So uh, yeah, he does. That's true. Do you got any thoughts on this game? Are you going to pick it up or? Yeah. I mean, I'll pick it up. I mean, it looks interesting. Um, I think it's going to be one of those good games that goes along with Octopath Traveler. In my mind, I think this is a successor to Octopath Traveler, but just more of a hybrid of it. Uh, they just said, you know, we we did a good job with this Octopath Traveler game that looks just like the old school ones, uh, old school Final Fantasy VI and all those. Let's do something like that, but with the tactics games and then just made something new. Instead of giving us a, a sequel or a remake of tactics, they said, let's just do this. So I think it's going to be fun. I'm curious if it if it does well. I'm hopeful that we might get a Final Fantasy Tactics in sort of a similar vein to this game. I think it's um, 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, but I don't know what else they could really do at this point. And I think last time we did news, we got like a list of all these improvements that they had made based on the feedback from the demo. And it just, it's like, mm. geez, that is a lot of improvements. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. It's supposed to release a demo, ask feedback, make changes and go from there. I, I think those make successful games in my opinion. Hopefully we'll, I think they're doing something similar with the, uh, stranger of paradise demos too, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a little bit. But before that, our next story. Speaking of uh, retro throwback RPGs, Ayudin Chronicle. Remember that one? It's still a thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, That's the Kickstarter thing that was made to be like, what is it? Saga Frontier? No, not Saga Frontier. What game? So, Tudukin? Suikoden. Suikoden? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that we still don't have a release date for that. We don't know when it's coming, but I think we reported previously that in order to kind of... <laughs> ease the, the pain of the weight and introduce the world they're actually doing a spin-off game first <laughs> which doesn't make any sense to me but it's called Ayudin Chronicle 100 uh wait no 100 Heroes is the main game Ayudin Chronicle Rising is the one the spin-off so they showed a new trailer for this they showed uh well, the three characters the main characters of this game and it's still it's looking pretty good to me still you got any thoughts no, I never really played those games, to be honest, so I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I think it's going to be uh, okay. It may not be something that I pick up, but I'm excited for the people that do want to try it because it looks interesting. I get wary when these Kickstarter projects spin off into like different tentacles and things before the, the first things even out. So. Yeah, that, that part's weird to me. Um, why why do this and not finish the game first? Yeah, it so I, I don't know. The infamous example, you know, Mighty Number no. Nine, where it had like an anime and forty different versions announced before the game came out, and it's yeah. like, ugh. But hopefully, that's not what happens here, because I think this Ayudin Chronicle thing has a chance to be really cool if they put the time in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's also goes back to Final Fantasy Fifteen, where they announced all this extra crap before the game came out as well. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's the, not even a the movie. Thing. <laughs> so. Nope. Nope. But that was like, you know, the movie, the mobile game, the um, was it four part YouTube anime series Brotherhood. And then, yeah. And it seemed like none of the uh, people in charge of any of those things were talking to each other. So like there nope. were inconsistencies between Kingsclave and the main game as to what actually happened. And <laughs> yeah, and they finally fixed that later on. But sort of anyways, yeah, I finished the, good times. that book. It was uh, interesting. We'll have to maybe look a bonus episode on that. At some yeah. Point. Yeah, I can tell you what happened. <laughs> yes, I like All that. Right, but next. So, speaking of Final Fantasy, new Strangers of Par- Stranger of Paradise info trailer and demo. See, I, I want to say Stranger of the Paradise. Sounds like a better flowing title. Stranger of the Paradise. Yeah, this is Stranger of Paradise. So, yeah. so they, they released some more information um, at the Tokyo Game Show about the, um, this game, the origin. Um, it will be launching March, March 18th, 2022, PS5, 4, Xbox Series S and Xbox One and PC via the Epic's Game Store. It seems like Square Enix has this like weird hard on with Epic it's Game Store. Yeah. So new game footage shows um, a few a new female character named Neon. Um, joins Jack's party. I just, the names of the four warriors of light just crack me up. Yeah. What do you think about the names? 
Uh, it's it's a weird mix of like very normal names and then not normal yeah. names. So it's I don't I'm not sure what to make of it. Yeah, Jack, Ash, Jed, and Neon. I my dog's name was Jed when I had you know was a kid. Uh, Jack is my current dog's name, which is weird. Ash, Ash Ketchum, and Neon sounds like Neo. So what apparently Neo's they named all these characters after your dogs. Yeah, um, I feel like they're in my life. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so uh, they fight. Uh, details how the, the darkness corrupting the crystals so again um it talks about standard yeah um any new brightly light environments um we'll notice the return of a familiar boss tiamat okay that's interesting um, i'll be honest i have not watched this trailer because it's age restricted and google thinks i'm a child for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to watch the trailer on it i've been trying to avoid this this trailers and spoilers i'm doing this thing where i don't watch trailers and stuff as much as i i used to because i don't want to get overexcited and overhyped and then something bad happens and it just doesn't meet my expectations um that's what i'm fearful on uh so let's talk about the pre-order bonuses on this so there's a digital deluxe edition all platforms which cost 90 dollars um we'll get you a digital art book it's weird i'd rather hold that in my hand a digital want these digital art books like I, I don't, like oh. art books are okay, but I, I I'm never gonna turn on my PlayStation to look at an art book. Yeah, it's weird. Um, d- digital mini soundtrack. Again, same thing. I'd rather hold it in my hand. Yeah. Uh, the DLC season pass. So this will have season pass at DLC. I didn't even know there was gonna be DLC. Yep. Which includes additional missions, Trials of the Dragon King, Wanderer of the Rift, and Different Future. Well, that one's all capitalized. I don't know. Wanderer of the Rift. I wonder if that'll be related to Gilgamesh. Probably. Uh, those who purchase a standard edition can buy a digital uh, deluxe edition upgrade at launch, offering the same deluxe bonuses. Uh, pre-order bonuses are digital standard or digital deluxe, which receives a Braveheart weapon, a Rebellion weapon, an illustrious shield, and a 72-hour early access to the full game, 24 hours for PC. Um, PlayStation 4 digital pre-orders will also receive a bonus console theme. Um, remember when themes were a thing? I missed those. Yeah, I wish I had those back. Um, they talked about a few upgrades on it. They talked about um, how things are uh, changing because of the feedback. Uh, looks like if you can, if you purchase this game on the PS4, you can download a free PS5 console enhancement update uh, once you get your PS5, which will probably be in 2023. Yep. Um, so good luck to you guys. Uh, a few screenshots. I, I don't know. This does not. I don't think it fits Final well, Fantasy's world. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I know. After this, all this new info came out, the temperature rose on this game. I think people are more welcoming to it, more open to it. There are people legitimately excited about the game. Yeah, um, good for them. I'm I'm excited for them that they you know they see this as a is a great addition to Final Fantasy. Let, let's be honest. We're gonna buy this. <sighs> I know you're rolling your eyes, but you know you're going to buy it. So am I. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, unless it just it comes out and then, it, you know, everybody hates it. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Uh, give it like two days it. before we buy it. Yeah. And then everybody's like, this is shit. I'm like, thank God we waited. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand. And I, didn't I don't know what's going to happen with book, So I don't need to pre-order it. I don't think there's a steelbook edition with it. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I, I know that also they revealed Princess Sarah and BK, the pirate guy from the Final Fantasy One. Yes, that's and, true. Uh, 
I know, I know the big the big drop was that the main character Jack apparently is Garland. His name's Jack Garland, which is confusing to me because I I thought in the first trailer they were talking to Garland at one point. So do you think that Garland is the main guy and then Jack Garland is his son? If I had to come up with a theory right now, I would say that there's a t- two thousand year time loop shit going on, and we are Garland from the future or Garland from the past or vice versa. And the other one's like a, an alternate version of Jack time traveling or some shit. So <laughs> hmm. that's the best I can come up with. But that's literally without even having seen this trailer. So listen, when they start talking about time travel and stuff, it's just getting a little bit too wonky. You know, I mean, you get too crazy thing about Final Fantasy one story is that it all comes down to a 2000 year time loop. So <laughs> but yeah, um, we're definitely going to keep an eye on this unless Google continues to um think i'm too so <laughs> if it comes to the steelbook i'll let you know but we i don't think it has a steelbook we won't be able to report on this anymore until until google learns my true age so <laughs> show them your id all right so dragon quest x dragon quest 10 yes because you didn't know offline launches for ps4 ps5 switch and pc steam in japan february 26 2022 so it's not coming to us Sorry, guys. It's not happening. Um, I guess I don't know anything. Is this supposed to be a uh, MMO? Is that why now it's called online or offline? Yeah. So <clears throat> Dragon Quest X was originally a, an MMO, right? That never came to America or yeah. not to Japan, rather. Uh, but they're making a new version of it where you can you basically don't have to be online to play it, which I think is really cool, personally. Yeah, they were supposed to do that with Final Fantasy Eleven. Yeah mobile they were supposed to do that and they just something canceled uh not too long ago we reported on that (laughs) (sighs) i remember we were all shocked after having not heard anything about it for like eight years or whatever but yeah because i was kind of looking forward to the mobile version of it like as much as i hated mobile but i thought that was going to be kind of fun um and they were going to launch on the mobile and still had the online capability to it but whatever that's fine so uh we're talking about dragon quest not final fantasy uh dragon quest 10 offline was uh showed at the tokyo game show um, like I said, it'll be available February 26, 2022 in Japan only. Um, looks like the offline version of the Awakening of the Five Tribes story will have the five characters accompanying um, everything. Let's see. Let's see here. What else we got? They have companions also have voice lines by their voice actors from Dragon Quest Rivals. That's cool. Uh, major DLCs will be based on the version two story of the online game. It'll also have available for purchase separately in the future place players with a playstation 4 copy and get the ps5 upgrade for free it seems like very standard that's what's happening nowadays with the ps4 and ps5 uh there will be no cross-play save feature on different platforms so you won't be able to do that uh but that's really it that that is it for now um like i said it came out it's going to come out for ps5 ps4 nintendo switch and steam hmm and has it been confirmed i Sorry if you mentioned this, but did they say whether or not it's officially coming to um, America? Yeah. That. Not yet. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm not hopeful. <laughs> uh, I don't think so either. Cause if it doesn't do well over there, I don't think they will bring it over to us. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I do like this practice. I wish that uh, they would do this more often. Like I would love to play an offline version of final fantasy 11 or even 14, which I don't think is ever going to happen. I didn't, we didn't actually put this in the doc, but Final Fantasy 14, I think I read just yesterday, is now like the highest grossing Final Fantasy 
Yes. Uh, so that's crazy. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if we start getting an, an MMO like every other mainline Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, don't think they, I don't think we ever will. I think 14 will go on for another at least five, six years, 10 years if that. I mean, 11 still going. So that's true. And yeah. I think it wasn't that long ago that they actually announced new content as well. So I, that's crazy to me, but okay. Um, but hopefully they will bring it over. It seems like such a waste to to make an offline version and then not take it overseas where not all the Dragon Quests are available. But I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay, guys. The next story. It finally, finally happened. The final DLC character for Smash Brothers Ultimate is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. It, it's... A dream come true. They said it couldn't happen. It happened. I'm so excited. I can't think of a better final character. <laughs> I can tell you're not excited at all, but you don't really play Smash, right? Nope. But I do love the enthusiasm behind this for everybody that's that's involved. Um, yeah. It's pretty awesome for them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I know you don't really play Smash, but can you think of any better character? The only thing no, I, I, can I don't think of would be like Master Chief or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Master Chief would do that, but again, Microsoft and Nintendo are playing really well together, so that wouldn't surprise me. But to be honest, but so apparently this they did a character ballot where you know people voted on who they wanted to see come to Smash like six years ago, and Nintendo didn't actually publish the results of that. Apparently, Sora was number one on that list. Um, I would doubt that. Yeah. And they just couldn't make it happen back then because the reason it was so like people thought it couldn't happen is because, you know, Disney, Disney owns the Kingdom Hearts characters, uh, even though, which is kind of, I still think that's bizarre because there's so much more like square characters than Disney characters, but oh, well, <laughs> so I'm excited that actually sort of actually launches on smash tomorrow. As of this recording, it'll already be, it will already have happened. For people listening to this uh, later. Really? Yeah. So that's October 18th. So by the time you're listening to this, it should already be out. He looks fun to play. I know Smash isn't really uh, an RPG at all, but you know Sora is from a famous RPG series. So yeah, I will definitely be playing that. And I think it's a perfect cap off to the Smash DLC. We got like 89 characters or some shit. 81 characters. I can't remember exactly. So It's a lot of characters. Yeah. But in related news, during the same reveal of Sora and Smash, they also announced that all the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to Switch. 1.5 HD Remix, 2.5 and 2.8, and I think even 3. can't remember exactly. Mm. Yes, 3 is coming. So, but of course, the catch is they're all cloud versions. For now. <laughs> For now, yeah. Um this is so bizarre to me. There, I can't think of a reason why they have to be cloud versions. 2.8 and 3, fine. There's no way that's going to run on a Switch. But come on. Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, all those that spin off games, well, not spin off side games, they're. They can handle it. They were like PS2 games or 3DS games. It's ridiculous. I did read an article. Apparently, the reason they're giving is because of the storage size of the Nintendo Switch cartridges. Do we believe that? I mean, it is multiple games. Well, I mean, I have seen some games on um, 
the switch that, you know, you plug it in, but she's all like a 30 gig update or 30 gig download on top of the game itself. So yeah, maybe. Maybe Nintendo should have gone the route of the, the PSP or whatever, where you have to actually insert like the UMD discs into the handheld. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss those. But this is such a, such a big letdown because, you know, from what I've heard, the cloud versions of these of anything that streams to the Switch does not work too well unless you just have perfect internet. So I don't know. That makes me sad because I wanted this is what I wanted. I wanted this on this on the Switch. Well, sort of. You know what I really want on the Switch. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't fit these Kingdom Hearts games onto the cartridge, though, there's no way they'll be able to do Final Fantasy 13 trilogy. I know. I know. That's what makes me sad. I wouldn't think anyway. Um, I mean, shit, they could put Resident Evil games on there, the newer ones. Right. So that would be cool. Wait, isn't at four and five and already on there? Oh, you're talking about seven and eight. Yeah. I don't yeah, think seven that. and eight's not four. It's you've got all the games one, you get zero, one, four, five, and six all on there. Right. Um, okay, but maybe let's not lose hope though, because Nintendo Life actually interviewed one of the Kingdom Hearts producers or whatever and pressed him on this and he they asked him why is there a potential that we'll get these physically at some point and he didn't give him a straight answer so because <laughs> they're testing this out it's like we'll see if this actually you know gets bought yeah so i don't know which is dumb yeah so never lose hope but uh if i'm a betting man i would say don't uh don't hold your breath all right so dragon quest composer uh, what's his name? Scott Koichi Sugiyama. Sugiyama. I don't know. Sugiyama has died. Uh, famous composer for Dragon Quest. Uh, very controversial uh, composer for Dragon Quest, and that's where we will leave it. So yep. we won't celebrate his death. We will we'll celebrate his work, but we will not celebrate him. How about that? That's good enough. Yeah, I think we, me, and you could probably do like a whole aftercast or something on this. Yeah. I just did, I didn't know, but I had no idea who he was. Yeah. Until I learned, I did some research and I've heard, I've talked to people. I'm like, no, no, stay away from that guy. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's it. That's that, that composer well-known is no longer alive. Yep. And honestly, I don't really like Dragon Quest music that much anyway, from what I've heard. So (laughs) I don't either. Yeah. Next thing. Lots of Endwalker news. So come join me on the RPG After Years multiple MMO correspondence mate. We'll talk about MMOs. So Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker is coming soon. I'm talking it's coming in like a few weeks, guys. Um, the biggest thing they talked about was changes of the access to two of the game's presumable six overall maps. Um some dungeons, big boss fights. Um, let's see if there's anything else that's notable on there. Um, the point of being, it works great on Windows 11. As you guys know, Windows 11 had just launched. Um, let's talk about some of the great things we're, we're going to look at it. I'm talking class changes. So they've had some tweaks with the Dark Knight. They've had some tweaks with the Paladin, um, a few che- tweaks with Gunbreaker and the Warrior class. Um, there are some of those new jobs that are coming out. We get two new jobs. I can't remember. There's a Sage and there's a Reaper. Yeah. If I remember right. correctly, Sage and the Reaper. 
Yeah. But that's so. it, guys. Let's that's that's all we want to talk about right now, because I don't want to overhype this thing. Yeah, I know Rich <sighs> is trying to avoid a lot of spoilery stuff on this. Um, but I know that there was just a, a big I think they're starting to preview it with some outlets and uh people have their hands on the beta or whatever you want to call it, some people. And it sounds like it's all gonna be good. I mean, they've got a mm-hmm. lot to live up to after those other expansions that, you know, are so award winning and all that but <laughs> yeah it, it's like it, it with every expansion with 14 it's it sets the bar up higher it you know heaven's word was great people really loved it um what was it Stormblood was amazing and then now shadow uh shadow bringers i mean in shadow bringers they had tom holland being one of the uh commercials guys for that he was doing push-ups <laughs> yeah just doing push-ups like i gotta be the warrior of darkness That's and he's just doing push-ups like just play the game and it's like huh you got to be ready. Yeah. So do we have a release date? We have a release date, right? Yeah, it's coming out in like a couple weeks. Uh, let's see here. If I remember correctly, I'm stupid. Uh, I'm looking at it. But every time I try to pull this up, I've got like a pop up that shows and it's just annoying. Um, oh, here we go. November 23rd. OK, well, that's uh, that's this week. <laughs> yeah, I uh, no. You said this week This is October, dude. Oh, November. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was like, did we just time travel? Yeah. Well, um, you didn't know this, Rich, but my my full name is Scott Garland. So, Ooh, <laughs> time travel. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I've still got a long ways to go um, in order to get to, you know, pass those uh, deals. Now, there is something you can do. I don't really condone it. Um you can purchase upgrades to get past the store, the, some of that story stuff and get straight into that content. But I, I, I if you want to do it, fine, it's a big deal, but you know, you're missing a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, play how you want, but I wouldn't encourage that either. Nope. And that's all our news stories. So uh, here's the RPGs that are coming out though, or rather that have come out in the past week. Dungeon encounters came to PS4 switch and PC on October 14th. I've been hearing a lot about this, Rich. Have you? Uh, Disa talks about it a lot. That was more of a, uh, it's just, there's no story. It's just a dungeon crawler. Yeah. So it's like literally you just want an, a no frills RPG play dungeon encounters. That's what I've heard about it. So, uh, I, I like frills to my RPG, so I don't think I will be, but, uh, also tears of Avia came to switch on the 14th as well. The good life came to PS4, Xbox one, switch and PC on the 15th story of seasons, friends of mineral town came to PS4 and Xbox one on the 15th in Europe. And that's going to be on the 26th uh, in North America. So I guess we're still waiting on that a few more days. The Caligula Effect 2 came to PS4 and Switch on the 19th in North America and the 22nd in Europe. Uh, Sacred Fire is entering early access on PC PC on October 19th. On the 20th, we got Elyon coming to PC. The 21st is a bunch of games. Disciples Liberation, that's coming to basically everything except Switch. Uh, collection of Saga, the Final Fantasy Legend, is coming to PC. I know you'll be playing that. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> What's the Saga? Why do we not yeah. have that still? Um, spice of... I almost said Spice of Sorcery. It's, all... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Spice it up. of Sorcery. Nope, yeah, it's called Spice. A little oregano... Uh, Sands of Aura also coming to PC, entering early access on the 21st. So I guess really it's just Dungeon Encounters and Collection of Saga that's uh, Mark <laughs> mentioned in there. 
I just love it now. Now that is no longer named Spire of Sorcery. It is now Spice of Sorcery. You have to petition that to the developers. Said, listen, your story. That, nope, it's not happening. We're changing this. Like uh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so let's look at the RPGs that are releasing the coming week. Uh, okay. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. Moonglow Bay which is uh, Xbox uh, S, Xbox One, PC, October 26th. Darkest Dungeon 2, um, October 26th. I forgot that was doing that, but that's entering early access. The Unliving PC, October 26th, entering early access. Neptuna X Sinran Kagria. Kagria? Kagria? Ninja Warriors. I got better at that. I was saying the words. Uh, PS4, October 26th, North America. October 29th in Europe. Uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. Uh, PS4, Switch, PC, October 28th. Wasn't that the one that was announced uh, during the Nintendo Direct? Oh, yeah. that's Is that the the Nier card game? Well, not Nier, but by the Nier guy? I think so. Okay. Um, Super Robot Wars 30, PC, October 28th. So there's like 20 other, 29 other games of that. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, Under Knots, Labyrinth of Yami, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, October 28th. Sword and Fairy 7, PC. There's no date to that. I'm it's always confused when there's a game I've never heard of and it's like on 7 or 8 and I'm like, how have I not heard of this? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's wild. I didn't realize Guardians of the Galaxy was about to come out. <sighs> yeah it is Mar- seriously Square Enix just stop trying to make that happen just stop like I get it I love the Marvel Universe I I, I love all that but I'm you're you're done just pack it up and go home maybe it'll be good Rich maybe it'll be awesome that's what they said about Marvel's Legend or Avengers but okay. <laughs> okay they said that but that's all the news we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we're going to kick off the RPG club for Secret of Mana I need coffee. So you said secret of mana. Fuck. That's because that's. <laughs> For years, the best podcasters from around the world have gathered to review, reminisce, and riff on popular franchises. They've assembled the Earth's mightiest superheroes, traveled to a galaxy far, far away, drank many martinis. Shaken, not stirred. Witnessed the battle of the Alpha Titan. Defended Earthrealm from Outworld. Get over here! And other audio adventures. But there were some movies that didn't make the cut. From the creators of Podcasters Assembled comes a movie hype series hosted by a motley crew of talent. All right. Well, on that note, I guess I'll go change my colostomy bag because, you know, I'm 80 making a podcast. (laughs) Podcasters Disassemble. Podcasters Assemble is a production of the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network. Okay. I'm very excited to now convene the first RPG club for Mass Effect. All right, everyone. Quiet down. All rise. 
We're here today to bring to order the next session of the RPG Club. All in favor? All opposed? And looks like the eyes have it. Then let the RPG Club commence! Okay, so Mass Effect, the goal this time was to leave the Citadel, which is sort of like the opening area a little bit, uh, and that was due by today. So, just broadly speaking, how do you feel so far, Rich, about it all? Um, so far, it's okay. Um, I can definitely tell this is a very political-ish kind of style game, which you know you have the red tape of the of the council, and you're part of the specters, and you have to go after this guy who is um, supposedly wants the human race dead. But you know, you you become a specter uh, because your captain failed horrible, or your commander failed 20 some years ago to become a specter because of politics and things like that. It's a uh, galactical politics so far. I, yep. I enjoy it. I'll be honest. I'm digging it. I'm really digging it too. So far. Um, I will say I'm terrible at the shooting parts, like absolutely trashed here. Um, <laughs> and that, that's why I was kind of hesitant to get into this series. Um, but I think what I'm going to do from now on is just make Corey play the shooter parts. So <laughs> Nice. Well, and I like the uh, I, I do like the ability to have that conversation tree go off. And that's very common for these type of games. Um, you know, your responses could you know have an effect to it. There are moments when I'm doing my responses. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be very, you know, sympathetic and understanding. And there's par- parts I'm like, I'm going to forgive you. Yeah. It's like um, you're a dick. That's I, I'm liking all the conversation parts. Like, I can't tell how much. uh my answers are actually affecting things. I know some of your choices are important, but a lot of times so far, it just seems like, you know, I'll pass lead to one end kind of deal. Um, Probably. I did have one where a conversation I was having with the, um, Oh, who's the, is the, it's not the the Senator or whoever his name is. Oh, um, you talking about the, the ambassador for the human. Yeah. The ambassador. Yes. The ambassador for the humans. I forget his name too. So I, I said something and I, the way I responded, he responded back. goes like, well, that was kind of rude. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, he's kind of rude too. So yeah, he's like, you know, he's saying stuff to me and I'm the one that's going to go endanger my life and the people and my crew, you know, show me a little respect. That's all I'm asking. I will say, so. I was surprised by how little the shooter shooting parts have been so far i think that's just by nature of how ex- expansive the citadel is and how much there is to do there i'm kind of thinking because i mean there was all kinds of side quests to do too there which mm-hmm. i did most of them i think or if not all of them um this is why you almost failed yeah so and like out of all those so i there was barely any shooting other than that tutorial mission mm-hmm. um, did, did you have any problems with any of like the actual shooter mechanics or anything no, I was uh, I was bred and born in the shooter world, so forged by it. I was forged by the many many hours of Halo. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fine. I I don't really like the shooting concepts in this in this game so far, or at least the mechanics of it. Um, I, I do like that there's no ammo. Like direct your squad to go and do things. Yeah, like, which I, I never really I didn't, I didn't haven't figured out how to do effectively yet, yeah. but. No, I let them do whatever they want. You know, feel you. You do you, girl. I'll I'll, I'll follow suit. 
I'll yeah. kill everything else. You just you back me up. Um, it's not bad. I mean, what do you think about the uh, character uh, interactions between like the people you've got so far? I really like it. Um, some of the main characters when they join you seem sudden. Like all of, you know, you got these iconic characters like Garrus. I've, I know who Garrus is even before I played this game. I always hear people talking about Garrus, and he just like. You kind of have a conversation with him, and then he joins you. And I know he's going to be with us like the whole series, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, but I like the characters. Do you have like any favorites or like ones you don't care for? Or I like Ashley so far, and I like Garrus. That's who I've been mainly running with is Ashley and Garrus. Um, although I just picked up Rex before I left the Citadel because I, I, I guess I forgot. I think. I, do you get all your characters here or no? I think there's one character that probably the most famous Mass Effect character that you get after this. Gotcha. Okay. Cause I got everybody else. Um, I switched. Yes. I switched uh, Garrus or switched Ashley for Garrus and Rex. Uh, I'm going to run with the boys team. You know, okay. we're going to boys club. No. Um, uh, wait, did you get Tolly though? Yeah, I got Tolly. Okay. Uh, right now we're running with Rex and Tolly, uh, but I, I don't know. Like, do you need to switch your characters out to make sure everybody gets experience or is it, I don't know how. I have no works. idea. So, what are you running with? Are you running with a assault rifle, a sniper, like, or, or whatever class you've picked? Oh, oh, that's a good point. Uh, we picked Vanguard as our class. I, I was going to go soldier because I've heard that's like the easiest, simplest thing to do. But I was like, come on, throw, throw a little bit of spice in there. So I picked Vanguard. What about you? I think I picked Vanguard. Okay. I can't remember. It's been a while since I, I, I did that. I finished. I finished my part up the day before, but like I started like a week earlier to that. So I just totally forgot what I picked. I have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure I picked Vanguard. All right. If you did indeed pick Vanguard, then we are now Vanguard Bros. So yes. What about your uh, your? What did you do with the character creation? Uh, as in try to make my own character. Yeah. Somehow it kind of looked like you. Oh really? <laughs> just just a tiny bit. That's weird. Because I don't know how that happened. <laughs> That's weird because I think Bill told me his character looks like a discount Scott too. So I don't know. I tried to make mine look kind of like me and I, I couldn't do it. My character looks kind of um, questionable, but we should take screenshots I, I mean, and send it to each other so we can know what our characters look like. Okay, I'll do that. I, I, I looked at it the other day. I was like, this kind of looks familiar. And I was doing stuff and I saw one of your posts on Instagram. I was like, I'm a bitch. I've made Scott. <laughs> it's funny. So, um despite all the character creation options that they give you, I still felt like there was no way I could make my character, not just like ugly as hell, <laughs> no matter what I did. So. <laughs> like a deformed oddity, yeah. just saving the universe. I'm like, this he's saving the universe. Like he is ugly. You're like, we don't look at his face. Cut scenes with like the default shepherd that you always see. Yeah. And he looks, he looks janky too. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I had heard, this is something for, I don't know if anybody's you know, read up on the lore and stuff, but, Commander Shepard's supposed to be a girl. I didn't know that. I know that. That's what I heard. They introduced Fem Shep later, and like, yeah, she wasn't originally in Mass Effect One. I don't think. I almost I, maybe Fem Shep because I've heard that her voice actor is great. I've probably spent way more hours in this game already, just from running around the Citadel. So I'm hoping that that is not indicative of how long you can spend. Because I'm thinking that now that we're out of the Citadel, the rest of the game will be more streamlined. Um, I feel like you're not. I feel like it's going to be worse. Let's hope not. <laughs> um, and you're going to be upset. I think so far my favorite character is probably Rex. He has okay. uh, he has a lot of like funny lines and quips and shit like that. Um, what else do we got? Is there to talk about? 
Mm, I know we don't talk too much about story. Uh, right away, I do not like Saren. I mean, you're supposed to not like it. Yeah, because he's the villain. So far, he's the villain. I don't know. He's got this. uh, He is the villain, but it's this weird Star Wars vibe I get that he's not really the villain. He's just a puppet. But I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see for sure. Um, Right now, he feels like a very cookie cutter villain. I was surprised because, you know, he just he just kills off Nihilus. And then there's a other guy that joins your squad for two seconds. The corporal that dies immediately. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" The I, I fully expected the corporal to die because I'd never heard of him, and he was in, in the party. But I didn't expect it to be like as soon as boots touched the ground, more or less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know he's not a main character, but I like Joker so far. I think he's cool and honestly attractive. So the uh, Seth Green character, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so far I'm I'm kind of digging it. I've never actually played a game like this where there's so much uh, dialogue options. I guess kind of. I know this used to be very popular. Like, uh, what like they do this a lot in Elder Scrolls too, right? Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I've never played a game like that. I've played games like Life is Strange, like or Telltale games, but I think that's kind of different. Um, but yeah, so I guess we can go ahead and jump into our feedback. We got quite a bit um so yeah i was not expecting that <laughs> you got it pulled up I, over here i do i've got some of it pulled up yes find the first one and then we can just take turns okay uh here we go all right so js said he hit the checkpoint last month oh wait before we do this i i do have an unfortunate announcement to make um i did not hit the checkpoint shame <laughs> Shame. Shame. I'm so embarrassed. Scott, that's okay. Hey, I just got caught I, up in those side quests. It happens. It's okay. See, this is what you do. You you typically miss the first checkpoint and then you blow through the rest of them. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Because you gotta get your feet wet. Yeah. Well, I did all the side quests and I made it to the Normandy. I'm back on the ship. I just ran out of time and had to go to bed at that point. And yesterday you were almost there yeah i literally could have gone like a couple more scenes yeah after all what the heck sorry 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 uh that's okay just one strike yeah so js says hit the checkpoint last monday night the second night of the section so he flew through it he's playing on casual because he's not that into shooters my thoughts so far on the game thankful for casual mode because i suck at this combat i feel you brother lacking the dialogue options and the paragon slash renegade mechanic um I've been going Paragon myself. Have you been using any? I think so. I've been going Paragon most of the time. Gotcha. Uh, Continues on. Enjoyed how the quest opened up once we get to the Citadel. I probably did about half of the available quests, and it really opens up a lot about the lore of the game and the different alien races. The lore is is really cool, but they hit you with a lot at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Wrapped up the story with a party of Rex, Tali, and my Shep as a vanguard. Oh, he's basically me. Probably going to roll with this group for a bit. It seems balanced. Haven't figured out how to use the adept special powers yet as a vanguard. Going to look more into that in this section. Me either. People keep talking about talking about how fun it is to throw things and use spells and shit. I'm like, how? <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to take this uh, one? Yes, Frost. Commander Frost says, having played the trilogy already, it was fun to to be back in this world. The sheer amount of lore in these Bioware games is uh, fantastic. 
I'm playing this on the console for the first time and still adjusting the controls. I went soldier to simplify the combat, and I think I'm going to master shotgun and sniper rifles. So far, the Legendary Edition has been a nice improvement over the original. That's what I'm playing on. Me too. Makes me wonder what the original was like or what the differences are. I have the original on my PC. I just decided not to do that. I know that's I was the like, version eh. I was playing. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, our friend Brett from Skeleton House Podcast. Be sure to go listen to that. He says, love the lore and the world. The combat isn't great, but it's serviceable enough. Laughing dudes into the stratos- Launching dudes into the stratosphere never gets old. So, yeah, again, we haven't figured out how to do that. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Yeah. And since you can do some side quests involving it between the Citadel and our next section, oh, my God, the Mako is terrible. I don't know what the Mako is, but uh, I guess there are still some side quests to do once you leave hmm. the Citadel. I guess. Uh, Arrow B. Well, where to start with this book? I mean, game. Sorry. There's just so much reading and so much lore dumping all at once. Very little action, so I hope that becomes more balanced in the future sections. The map is garbage and a waste of circular space on my screen. Yeah, the map is a lot. I can't find yeah. my way around at all in the Citadel. <laughs> Hopefully they fix it in the second one. A lot of glitches when up close and, and talking characters, eyes looking in directions. They're not made to look in. Yeah, I haven't ran into that yet. I think there's music, but honestly don't remember if I heard any past the main screen. A lot of dialogue is delivered robotic and uninterested. Um, I know there's a lot of negativity, but there are some plus sides. When I do get to shoot and kill, it's been fun, probably even more so when I figured out the powers. We haven't figured out powers yet. Uh, the lore and story is interesting, and I'm enjoying it. Just wish it was spread out more. But the character in my party so far bland. I, I want to say this game, the worst one yet. It's still early. Fingers crossed for more balances. Ooh, okay. So you got some more negative. Uh, hey that's there. good though yeah that's good I, I i will agree with them that the pacing has been terrible so far yep um but i'm, I'm still digging it uh, next up abrac says all i really want to say is fuck the council so <laughs> that's some foreshadowing i know the, the council was uh kind of questionable in this section like whether or not they're good at, or whatever but <laughs> they have rules they have to have rules yep <laughs> so brandon good good friend of the show brandon there's a lot of lore to take in but i th- but I think I'm getting the hang of it. The combat took some getting used to, and I'm still learning the ropes. It's not awful, though. I'm enjoying diving through the dialogue options to understand the story and lore as much as I can. Uh, the map is hard to navigate. That's pretty much a common thread here. It's hard to tell where you need to be and go. Um, it's a bit hard to manage equipment. Thankfully, with the skills, I can auto-level, which hasn't burned me yet. There's an auto-level feature? I didn't know that. Did, oh, wait. I didn't either. One of the new features of the Legendary Edition, I think. Maybe. Oh. Okay. I always have to um, make Corey do the skill tree shit in every game that oh. has a skill tree. So, <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do with Final Fantasy 16 then? It has an extensive skill tree. Maybe I'll make Corey do it. Yeah, a lot of squad. A lot of the squad are joining quickly without much of an opportunity to understand who they are. I'd prefer more time to get to know them as they are introduced. I mean, that's I'm true. That earlier, uh, the infliction of a response aren't well conveyed by the dialogue options. Um, example: bottom right is usually aggressive, even if it doesn't seem to be. That's a good point. Yeah, I could see that. Um, let's see. Just skimming through here. People are really comment. They got into a little conversation after this about how bad the weapon inventory system is. Because um, apparently there is a space limit, which I didn't know. So Abrac is hmm. watch out for that. Um, 
apparently on PC you can modify the files to where you have max uh, unlimited inventory. So maybe maybe I'll regret not playing on PC. Uh, Ginormous seventy six says, "I love that the weapons use a heat sink instead of ammo. It's very clever and showcases the idea of future tech." That wasn't. I know we briefly mentioned that, but the unlimited ammo is cool. Uh, I also love exploring worlds in the Mako. Makes it feel like you're actually landing on a new world or one with just a small outpost. Thought it was interesting that you just pick up Ashley because her unit died. <laughs> I would think there would be a designated unit the human military would send her to by rule. Nope, you're, she's just ours now. Yeah, you you take her. I'll take uh, Kazlo since it's so long. Oh my god, it's huge. Okay, Kazlo says, for my playthrough, I chose Vanguard, which ba- balances biotics with combat. Okay, another Vanguard bro. That's the normally try to balance physical power with magical ability in RPGs. In this section, I didn't get much of an opportunity to use the Vanguard's biotic powers, so I can't comment on how they feel to use. Okay, agree. For the story, this section is very much just set up. You're being introduced to characters, galaxy politics, and the game's controls. I'm not quite gripped by our current mission, as it seems pretty standard to stop the villain from destroying everything. Moreover, I'm quickly reminded of how I don't find Bioware graphics attractive, at least for humans. I think the graphics and designs of alien species look great, but humans just look ugly for some reason that I can't put my finger on. I agree with that. Actually, the aliens do look good, but the humans are... Ugh. Yeah. I will say, and this likely will have no bearing on the game at all, but I am very intrigued by a race of creatures you come across in the Citadel, known as the Keepers. These bug-like creatures are free to roam the Citadel without any restriction. The game says that they are only used for maintenance of Citadel systems, but I don't know. I just don't trust them for some reason. I think it's their freedom to go anywhere without anyone playing them any mind, paying them any mind. Part of me wonders if Saren may be using these to get into things he shouldn't normally be able to. I guess time will tell. Finally, just a nitpick on the way out. I cannot locate a run button in the controls, which made traversing the Citadel a real tour. It does take a while. Shepard runs kind of slow. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping there's more to the keepers, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't find out in this game. If there is, that'd be kind of funny though. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay. Ryan put his in there. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, So my thoughts, I've played these games before and whenever they come up, I've always shout, uh, shout about how Emmy one is my favorite and the best. So on and so on. I was generally surprised how well it held up. I was generally enjoying the combat. I was charmed all over again by the music and the visuals and the voice acting. I love the setting and all the different alien species. As soon as I was playing it came back to me, I would, why would I play and replay and replay this when I was younger? The equipment menu is really clunky. It was my biggest and really only issue adept from a couple of uh, quite funny visual bugs. Um, Though I really like the weapon mod and I'm very excited for the ones to come in later sessions. So supposed to get better. Hmm. Supposed to. That's all we got, which is a lot. So thank you guys, everybody, for the feedback. Yeah, um, really feels like we're we're playing along together, like a like a club. So <gasps> yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this first Mass Effect section? Um, I'm I'm glad we're playing this one uh, to cross off our list. Uh, I know something me and you have talked about in the past. Um, so far, it's a really story driven game. I don't see much of like the RPG elements besides the leveling tree. That's about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious. I'm curious to see what Sauron's doing. I'm curious. Sauron. <laughs> Saren. Yeah. Saren. Sorry. Saren. I'm curious what Saren's up to. I know it's something to do with killer robots. I mm-hmm. feel like that's Skynet. Hmm. I'm liking it. 
<laughs> I feel like it's only it's probably only going to get better from here now that we're past all this like info dumps at the beginning. So, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to the next time. But now I think it's time to adjourn the club and cap off the show. Yeah. From Omega to Mars, from the council to the city of bars, from the reaches of space to the pillars of a sorry grace. There are battle warmatarians lacking in humility. Durians are bragging about their reach and flexibility. The clutter of the city spreads to the lowliest stars. But no matter what scars you bear, whatever uniform you wear, you can fight like a Krogan, run like a leopard, but you'll never be better than Commander Shepard. Oh. even before i played mass effect <laughs> but that's it everyone uh next week i actually don't know what we're gonna do it's probably gonna depend on if we get any good rpg news we might have to come up with something uh different for next week um uh, now that we're we don't have any more reviews in our backlog or anything like that so yeah, yeah. we had a nice little lull of you know rpg club review rpg club review it just worked out very nicely that way now we don't know what to do so no <laughs> how do you podcast again uh, I don't know. Speaking of the RPG club, guys, again, we talked about the current game, which is Mass Effect. Uh, the current checkpoint is finished Therium and Pharos. Um, that is due October 31st, 2021. Halloween! Uh, voting is now Halloween. not open. Yeah. <laughs> I just read that horribly. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, launch into our plugs. We would really appreciate it. It would help out the show a lot if you guys could go onto uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever you want to call it. And give us a, a nice five-star uh, rating. We just want to hear from your, your thoughts. We love getting the feedback. And it helps the show be more visible to the public. Right. Uh, Patreon is another way you can support the show with early episode access. Ad-free episodes. The Aftercast. Extra reviews. RPG Club. Uh, that part is you get to take part in the voting or the voting and the nominations of the RPG Club. And many more. It's something that we're changing and tweaking those every chance we get. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com forward slash RPG After Years. Yep, and uh, I think we're going to have a new benefit soon where Bill and I watch uh, random animes on Friday mornings and record our commentary as we do. So uh, that'll be that'll be fun. Look out for that. Twitch, we stream every episode live to Twitch, usually Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So you can find that at twitch.tv slash RPG after yours. And guys, we have merchandise. You can find merchandise at the merch store on Redbubble at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash RPG after years forward slash explore. Support the show a little bit. Show off your swag. You can contact the show at RPG after years at gmail.com. <laughs> and look at that. The Discord, guys. The Discord is a very happening place that we go and come together as a community to talk about all things RPGs and, or, and sometimes non-RPGs. Talk about technology. We talk about uh, just whatever tickles our fancy. It's you find that most in of the, the RPG club discussion is. Yes, 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 yes. You can find that on our pinned tweet on Twitter um, or in the show notes. Speaking of Twitter, you can find the show on Twitter at RPG years. If you want to get in touch with me personally, I'm at the Scott spot. And you find me at hail blue one, five, six, nine. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. But I think that's going to wrap up episode 84 here. Got a lot of that great RPG news from TGS, Sora's in Smash. What else could we want? 
uh, other than physical versions of Kingdom Hearts on Switch. Yes. Uh, and we were able to kick off the Mass Effect RPG Club. So we'll catch you guys next time for episode 85. Until then, I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. See you guys later. Take off into, into deep space. Let's go. Ride the stars. Mm-hmm.